Good morning. How are you? Amen, amen. Glad to be with you this morning. And first of all, I would like to wish you happy 30. Happy 30. I know it's not easy to get to that point, but God is good. And I remember when I was here, 30 plus years, and we sing with people, God is able. He is able. He is able. We still here at his feet. He is able. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I stand before you this morning having hope in hopelessness. I again I'm shattered, but my trust in him who, who promises to make us whole. I feel like the psalmist who writes in Psalm 6, verse 6, I am exhausted. I cannot even speak. My voice fading as sad, every day ends in the same place, lying in bed, covered in tears, my pillow wet with sorrow. I've spent my entire life pouring my life into the nation of Haiti that is desperate for God to do something. My prayer is, is like we can read in Psalm 119, verse 126, do something, Lord. They have broken your law. Over and over, I like you, pray, Lord, to do something. His answer Yes, I want to do something. I want to do it to my people. I cannot quit. I cannot quit. I cannot give up. I'm asking that you stand with me Once again, please don't give up. Please don't give up. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you. I know that together we have and we will continue to make an impact in the great nation of Haiti. We suffer a lot. We have done so many things. 
over and over again, you have stood with me. Please don't leave us alone. Please stand with me again like you, all, you always do since the beginning of this church. I have cried out to the Lord that he will have more and more people stand in the gap. There have been times I have felt like Ezekiel. Glory to God. I have felt like Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30. So I sought for a man among them who will make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. I thank God you have been among the few who have stood with me. And I'm proud of you, and I thank God for each one of you. Please stand with me again. Once again, I have the confidence God will call people as he did Esther. And I can hear the words of Mordecai speaking to Esther. Esther, verse 14, chapter 14, verse 14. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from the Jews from another place. Yet, who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Here's a brief overview of the natural disasters we have faced since 2004, the last 17 years. You know, when we think about Haiti, we say, there is always something happening. But don't be discouraged. God is under control. That's why we say, when we say yes, no one can say no. He has a plan for the nation of Haiti. We got hurricanes in 2004 to 2016. We got multiple tropical storms from 2005 to 2008 and through 2020. Hurricane Ivan, September 10, 2004, winds of 165. We got Hurricane John, September 18 to 19, 2004, category 3. We got Hurricane Dennis, July 6, 7, 2005. Hurricane Wilma, October 18, 19, 2005. Hurricane Gustav, August 26, 2028. Hurricane Anna, September 1. September 1, 2008. Category 4 Hurricane. Hurricane Sandy, October 24, 2012. Hurricane Matthew, 
October 3 to 4, 2016, all happened in Haiti. And we got an earthquake in October 7, 2004, in January, the biggest one, 702. And the last one yesterday, 72. You can imagine God is under control. And this morning I talked to a good friend of mine. I told him, if it was in, if that happened in Port-au-Prince, the capital of Haiti, we will have over one million people die. But praise God. Praise God that happened into the mountains of Haiti. Then today, we not only face weather disasters, but we continue face poverty, political unrest, and civil unrest with the ways of gangs in Haiti. I know this. In Deuteronomy 32, verse 30, we can read, How could one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight? We can make brothers and sisters, we can make a difference. We must make a difference. And we can do it by the grace of God. Glory to God. The community is delighted with the construction of a kindergarten. The, the kindergarten girly will be open in September. Sometime this week, a basketball court, we, we will start to build a basketball court in the space of starting. The deputy of Kwadebuke, close to the village where we got the school, is a pastor. And he visited us and promised us to help to build three classrooms. With the chaos, I, I know you have heard about that, the president of the city has been assassinated. And the deputy is really close to the deputy. Then now, he could not stay in the country. And then he could not keep his promise too. So we are now three weeks away from the reopening of classes. We don't have the wolf yet. We're still fighting for that. But we are not confused. We have the, we hope that everything will be all right to have the kids in, in September. Because I always say that, and I will never stop saying it, God is greater than the three classrooms. My God, our God, is greater than the misery of my brothers and sisters are facing right after the quake. Last night, I heard that most of them, they slept 
in the street. You know what happened? We got last night seven major after, aftershock. Then for most of them, like they told me this morning, for most of them, it was like the end. But praise God, they're still alive. So, join us. The miracle is possible. If God is for us, who can be against us? Our responsibility right now is to let him in charge and everything will be done for his glory and for his honor. I don't know if you have heard about that. I don't know if you know that. I already experienced it. And some of you did. When God say yes, no one can say no. Nobody can say no when God say yes. And when God says yes, who can argue? God say yes is yes. No one can argue with God. We love you. May God continue to power his blessings upon each one of you for his glory. Amen. So, for 30 years, we've been listening to you preach. And every time we hear God's heart in you, not just some words, but actually someone who talks about misery and suffering, and God is able. That is the whole gospel everyone, right? You can't preach one without the other. And I think about, you know, of course, um, Sean and Kathleen, why don't you just come on up here with us while we have this little conversation, if you're able. In the beginning was the Word, and uh, the Word was in Pastor Carlo, and he used to pretend he was a pastor when he was a little boy. Um, And he would preach. He'd he'd line people up and preach to them. Especially his siblings. (laughs) And he's still doing that today. Yes, I'm still doing it. But he was a little boy whose parents could not send him to school because they didn't have the money. And there was this beautiful woman named KK who's cooked for some of our mission trips. So anybody who's had KK's food, just go... Yum. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, KK, right, she peeled the roof off of her house, sold it for... Nine dollars to send you to school. So they scrapped that metal so that you could go to school. To school. Yes. And then how many how many thousands of children have been educated through New New World Mission? I cannot count. God knows. God knows. And God knows every one of their names and every hair on their yes. head, right? Amen. He does. 
He does. But I want to fast forward. So we praise. Can we just thank God for KK peeling her metal roof off to get this man educated? And then will you tell the story of Henry? Can we fast forward to Henry for a minute? And so tell the story of Henry. There's Henry. (laughs) Wow. You see, Henry... Uh, when we just started the church in May, my wife and I, we used to visiting, to visit people and tell them the project that we have for the community and the school that we're going to open. And Henry's mom said, I cannot send Henry to school. And the next week when, you come back, when we come back, she said, no, I told you I cannot send him to school. And, and she said, Okay, if you want to send him to if you want to send him to school, to school, take him. And we took him. When we took him, we helped him to get a good education. You know who is he, who is he right now? He's a police officer. Is <laughs> you see the wall in mayor? He was the uh, superintendent. Superintendent. Like every day, if I had to send some money in Haiti, I send it directly to him. And he will, he's in charge right now. Then it's a blessing. And he's all over in the world missions, you know, to do things to help people. Then I'm very proud of him. And when you see Henry, you got your contribution in his life too. You know, yeah. and when the team came down, it was one of them who were around them to help to support the mission team. Then I'm blessed to have a son like Henry. Yes, amen. And yeah, go ahead, Danielle. <laughs> and you know, and the beauty of Henry, if you could go to the one slide that actually came in as the miracle slide while we were praying for protection for food to get to the people behind the wall. Um, so the wall that was built and, and after the assassination and the money that Crossroads sent to send food got behind the wall because of Henry and yeah, other yes. sons and daughters like Henry. So, you know, the food arrived. And remember, it was not just the food that was important. It was the protection of the people bringing the food to get it there that they too would not be hurt because of the gang violence. And so I want to say, you know, this is, it's magnificent. In 2009, um, Sean and Scott and I were on the ground in Haiti with Pastor Carlo, but you were all there, every one of you praying, doing all that you did at the graduation of uh, some folks from Jericho Bible Seminary. So we'll go to the, let's see all their gorgeous outfits. <laughs> and, um, and mine too. And, and yeah, and um, and so, <laughs> look how young we were. Let me see that. He's, he's laughing at my belly. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> and we were, we were with these folks, and afterward, um, Crossroads threw a party uh, for the graduates at this place here. And it's right on the ocean, this gorgeous um, petite... Petite Rivière, yes. Thank you. I, I'm working on my Creole. Venezuela to know. 
Tout va bien. Yeah, tout va bien. And, and the beauty of this night was amazing, other than Sean like messing with me about tarantulas and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but the beauty of this night was amazing. And um, what you're going to see in the next slide is that this is where the earthquake hit, right in this very place where we held the graduation ceremony. Mm -hmm. And... Friends, um, will you tell them about Carrefour for just a moment and yes. why? Yeah. Uh, there is a town they call Carrefour. Carrefour is in a place where uh, from Carrefour we can go to five regions in Haiti. And because of the That's why right now it's something that we have to pray against it. We have to rebuke that spirit. You know, we have to rebuke it. Because many people, they, we start a big mobilization like in the Asian community in the States. You know, many people, they really would like to help. They really would like to go down to do something. But because they block Kafu, and then we can't get access to the place where we, the hurricane has damaged then it's, it's very sad and it's something that we need to be really serious about, it, you know, to pray against that spirit so the door can be open for people to pass by and to bring help to people in, into the mountains. And one of the things that you said last night as we gathered together with the elders was um, Just that realizing what must have happened inside a person, that then they would be a person who would block the way for rescue efforts to get there. You know, what we need to realize about Haiti is there's a lot of trauma in Haiti. And, you know, if you look at the list of things that have happened, imagine that kind of traumatic effect in the hearts and minds of little people, little children, which is why the education of children is so important. Yes, um, it is. And, and so I want to pray before we go back to KK for a minute um, and talk about what's next. But can we pray together? Let's just stand um, and, and ask for God's help here um, for that, the relief efforts to get to our brothers and sisters in Jeremy, Um, in all the places. Will you lead okay. us? Yeah. Will you Jeremy, okay. Will you lead us? Yes. You know. Torbeck. All the places. Father God, in Jesus' name, we come in agreement in front of your throne. As you said, nothing is impossible. I know with you, impossible can become possible. You invite us and you said, ask and it will be given to us. We ask you right now in Jesus' name to open doors for people in Haiti, for those you already touched the heart, for those who already, you already say, who already say yes, they can go 
to the city of Okai, to the city of Jeremiah, to the city of Tirivia, to bring what you have given them for people. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, as we are together right now to make unity. I know in your word you said when you gather together and ask you for one thing, there is power in it. And we know right now there is a power. There is a power as we unify to rebuke that spirit in Kafu. Spirit in Kafu, spirit in Matissan, gangs, army, we rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have no power. You have no authority. And we know the answer of our prayers is already on his way to be accomplished right now. And we praise you. We glorify your name this morning. And we will never forget that day. The day that together we come in front of your throne and ask you to rebuke the spirit in Kafu. Thank you for listening to our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And who knows um, who was praying when KK peeled her roof off? (laughs) Who knows who was praying? One of the things that um, when we asked, do you want us to continue to look at the school box project that so many years ago God put in Kathleen's heart to start to gather supplies together to educate the children? Praise God, Kathleen. (laughs) (laughs) She's a visionary human. (laughs) And the beauty of the idea that now even um, Gerline's kindergarten were looking to put the roof on because of the assassination that got thrown, that, you know, looked like it might not happen, Mm -hmm. right? But what we know is when Jesus say yes. No one can say no. No one can can (laughs) say no. No. Because Jesus said yes. Yes. That's right. And, and what we know is you almost weren't able to do any of this because first it was $5,000 and then it was $8,000 and then it was $18,000. And all that came in to build the foundation and the walls and all yes. of that for the school, right? Yes. And so we trust for the roof. We're trusting for the roof. Yes, we do. We are. Isn't that the best? Look at this. Gerli. Gerli. That's, that's Pastor Carlo's sweetie name for Gerli. Oh, so, so, you know, what we want to do. Tell them my secret. I got it. I'm telling the secret. It's out there now. It's Carlo. out there. And we'll show you the soaps that Gerli right now is making to raise money for, um, for the kindergarten. That'll be available in our bookstore this fall. These beautiful soaps. And, and uh, isn't that awesome? And, you know, from, from Henry... Right, coming in your home to all of the children yeah, that you yeah. have. And, and, and you know, Pastor Claire, our vision is to raise a new generation of kids. Mm-hmm. And my wife, she said that we have to have people who will be educated to help those kids. And we will keep them to the end. Yes. You know, 
because of the situation in Haiti. That's why she is involved in like making soap. So we can hire good people, educate people to help them. You know, that costs a lot too. Yes. You know, but we don't see that. But what we see is their education and their tomorrow. Amen. See their education and their tomorrow. I see Samuel taking notes over there that are going to go in the newsletter, aren't they? <laughs> I can see it. And, and I want to say, friends, the beauty of this moment is, um, in fact, if somebody could help us, Charles, can you bring communion to us up here? And um, maybe we can bring any of our elders or pastors that are in the room to come up here. And then everybody, let's get as close together as you're able and feeling comfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be together in a way that we take communion today, that we feel like, you know, uh, we're together and whatever. I mean, if you're in your pod, go ahead, huddle up right there, those people that you swap germs with, whatever's comfortable for you. But I want to stand as a church and take communion as the body of Christ. We are one body in Christ here. And God's love will remain. God's love will remain. God's ability will continue. Um, I'm going to need help with this. And, um, and what we know is that, you know, the, the um, communion table is about both suffering and resurrection. Do you guys know that? It's about both suffering and resurrection. And a lot of times we want to be resurrection people, but we don't want any Thursday night or Good Friday stuff, right? But we are, we are as the people of God, um, called to both suffer together as one body, right? And rise together as one body. And so together, let's hold the bread up and just remember that on the night that Jesus was facing the cross, He broke bread, gave thanks, and said, take this, all of you, eat it. This is my body given for you. And every time you eat, remember me. And so, Jesus, we remember you, and we remember that you suffer with us and that you resurrect us. So we see, even with this bread, our, our friends in Haiti who have not been found yet, you suffer with them and you will resurrect them. The little ones, God, the children, those that need to be educated, God, we suffer with them We look for your resurrection power in them. Because it's what you taught us through your own life, Jesus. So together we take this bread and trust for that day of resurrection. taking the cup, Pastor Carlo. And right after, Jesus 
take the cup and he said this is that the blood will be repent for us may that remind us what Jesus has done for us let's drink it together So as you even taste those tastes in your mouth, let this serve as a reminder that we will not forget when we leave this place all that God has done in your heart today, all that God will do. Because we know when, Jesus, you say yes, nobody can say no. So I think we want to offer you an opportunity to respond in another way. Yeah, so most of you, if not all of you know, we're kind of in the middle of our school box project. And as was said by Don, when we kind of opened our time of singing together, worshiping together, is that nobody could have planned what happened yesterday in Haiti. And then, as Pastor Carlo has said, the aftershocks that have happened. Um, So it's kind of multiplied needs um, and, you know, it's really interesting because I want to tell you guys something. Uh, one of the things that COVID, I think, has done for the body uh, is create an amazing opportunity, not just Crossroads Church, but the church in the world to engage in a way that is profound and powerful. Whenever there's huge vulnerability, which is just rampant in the world right now, it's a it's a beautiful opportunity for the church to step in. Um, I have been so amazed and proud of y'all because we've been doing the Haiti School Box Project now for years. And um, of course, uh, I've even had people from the outside talk to me and say, you know, what's happening in the church, not just Crossroads, but in the church when it comes to finances. And I've got to tell you, you guys have been so exemplary. Um, and one of the ways has been with the Haiti School Box Project. Uh, you have responded to this point because we'll continue to collect money. We co- we'll continue to collect it through Labor Day. Um, but up to this point, you've given more uh, than you've ever given before in spite of your own challenges. I think God is up to something incredible. And I know that it's not just about money. I get that. But I do think, and I have heard more testimonies in the last few weeks and even today, some testimonies, very private, God doing significant things in our hearts and saying, you know what, God wants me to play a part in making a difference in the world that is something I've never done before in this way. Um, A couple of those stories will probably roll out for you in the next couple of weeks just so you can hear them, but some of them are just God speaking to people, and they're just, your response has been awesome. Um, When I first gave my life to Christ, I think this is in the King James Version. This really isn't the best verbiage, I don't think, Uh, but there's this scripture that that has always caused me uh, trouble in a good way, and it's this. It says, um, the compassion of the wicked is cruel, 
It's in Proverbs. And I don't know that I like the terminology wicked necessarily, but I, I have wrestled with that scripture the, since the first time I read it as a Christ follower. And I realized that you can throw money at anything. You can, you can throw resources at anything. But if it's not done, as Jesus said in his name, it can just create more problems. And it can therefore be cruel. Because Jesus put it this way. He said, if you feed someone in my name, you fed me. If you have loved someone in my name, you've loved me. If you have educated children in my name, you've educated me. If you've, if you've met a prisoner and you've met their needs in my name, you've met my needs. So it's so significant when we have a moment. These are like holy moments. And we want to respond. It is not an accident. We, we intended on Carlo being here in our 30th year. But it is not an accident, the timing, that this earthquake happened yesterday. And there are so many things. So this is what we want to do. I just want to pray. We're going to receive another offering. If you're planning on giving to the School Box Project and you can't do it today, you'll have more opportunities in the next couple of weeks. But what I would love to do is be able to say, okay, Carlo, we're sending you back to begin to, you heard him, he's, well, maybe it was the kids asked, what, what is your prayer for? And he simply said, wisdom. We want to send Carlo back to the work that he's called to, to be able to strategically put resources in the hands of righteous people that we work with and can make a difference. So you guys saw the graduation and the earthquake. That's the epicenter of the earthquake yesterday. That is ground zero of where this earthquake occurred. Those, as far as we know, all of those people that graduated in that graduating class, they are in ministry in that region, and Carlo's connected to them, and the people we work with are connected with them. They are the people that are boots on the ground that are trying to reach and help and rescue. How about we hold up their arms and do our part? Let's let the compassion of the righteous do powerful things. Sound good? Yes. So you can, you can text later or text right now an offering. Um, you, can, you can write a check. Just put Haiti on. You won't even need to put Haiti because we'll, we'll know this is separate. Um, and let's send Carlo back with a huge encouragement. Uh, you can give in the next couple of weeks to come. But let's send him back with a huge encouragement to be able to say to the people, look, Help is on its way in the name of Jesus. Everyone say that after me. Help is on its way in the name of Jesus. Let's say it together one more time. Help is on the way in the name of Jesus. One more time. Help is on the way in the name of Jesus. So right now, Lord, we pray over these resources that we release into your kingdom work on earth. Let your compassion, let your love, let your goodness educate children. Let it do the work. Let it feed children and families. Let it help bring rescue to people that are in difficulty. Let it free up roads uh, where, where uh, there's blockages. Let there be freedom. Uh, and God, let your word go forth. We're committed 
to the transgenerational work of God on the island of Haiti. We, kn- we knew God when we signed up and partnered up with our brother Carlo and all of the beautiful people that we work with in Haiti. We knew that this wasn't, a, this wasn't like a one-night relationship. This wasn't just a brief thing that was going to happen. We are in this, God, for a stable, long-term world-changing difference. Your kingdom come on the island of Haiti. Your will be done in spite of all of the difficulty and vulnerability. And we thank you for it, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Amen. And we're going to go out with a little bit of celebration here. Um, Even uh, Pastor Carlo, one of the young, you know, Hannah, when she was a little girl and she started to raise money for Haiti. Right, Hannah? When you were a little girl, and yesterday Pastor Carlo got to pray for her, and um, he said, "When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no." <laughs> so we're gonna sing that song together. Let's let's just remember it for everything that we're facing, for everything that our friends in Haiti are facing. So here we go. Are you ready, Taneka? Are you gonna oh, take yeah. us there? All right, come on, put your hands together. Oh, you can dance a little bit if you want to. Nobody can say Do like Haiti.
let that carry you through the week. May God carry you with the yes of God as you're led by God's spirit. And we love you. We bless you. Feel free to come say hi to Pastor Carlo and uh, just, you know, let him know, let him feel the love. And um, and let's hear for Geraldine's kindergarten. It's going to it's gonna happen. <laughs> All right, y'all, be blessed. <laughs>